Welcome to a new week and we've started off with looking at how the oil price gain can be used to solve Sudan's advantage and also Chad's and sustainable debt. Good morning, Africa. Welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at Bakir Financial and you can find me at Ritha Dong. South Sudan ranks third in oil reserves in sub-Saharan Africa with roughly 3.5 billion barrels produced annually. Still, 90% of the oil reserves are untapped. The country is also very oil-reliant, with 90% of its exports being oil. The recent civil war saw sector interruptions, with production figures falling from 350,000 barrels per day to 150,000 barrels. But with a peace deal in place and the recent pickup in oil prices, that is currently over $80 per barrel, the tide could be changing for South Sudan. Analyst Akol Dok, based in Juba, South Sudan's capital, says the bump in revenues from the hike in oil prices should be invested in the peace process and also diversification of the economy. The rising oil prices will greatly help South Sudan. And what they mean for South Sudan, it means that South Sudan will be getting more revenue into the country and the government will be getting more revenue to the government. South Sudan is a highly oil-dependent country in the world and this rising oil revenue will greatly help it. The biggest challenge facing the country right now is recuperating from the economic uh, challenges that were presented following the coronavirus pandemic. The coronavirus pandemic has greatly hurt the country's economy, reduction of oil prices, reduction of government uh, uh, revenue, and also reduction of economic activity, which has affected the country. So the new rise in oil prices will greatly help the economy recover. Uh, First and foremost, the central bank will have more reserves, and these reserves will greatly help the local currency, because the challenge that the country is facing is getting hard currency to back the local currency. And now the rising oil price means when South Sudan sells its crude, that money will enter the central bank and those are reserves that stay in the, in the economy. Number two, that the country will have more revenue to invest in key projects and also implement the peace agreement that was signed. One of the biggest challenges facing the country was the implementation of the peace agreement. And one of the challenges was funding key provisions of the agreement. And some uh, the government and key stakeholders were uh, decrying the challenges of funding and financial commitments that they had for the agreement. So these rise of revenues will help the government fund the peace agreement. And third, the government can now begin to invest in uh, diversification of the economy. When you have more revenue, you can start to invest in other sectors. And now you can take this opportunity when the oil prices are high to invest in non-oil sectors like agriculture, like fisheries, like livestocks, etc., And this will greatly help the country. Finally, the government should prepare for a time when oil prices return to low prices. There's a potential that the rising oil prices won't last for a very long time. So they have to be strategic and plan accordingly to ensure that the economy is healthy, stable and sustainable. On the diversification tangent, a call speaks to the changing telecom space in South Sudan and how it will have a real impact on the lives of rural South Sudanese. The growing technology sector in South Sudan is a very promising field. And the technology sector is broken down into the telecoms. The key telecoms in South Sudan are uh, MTN and Zane. And there's a new player uh, that entered digital. So the sector is looking to expand its 4G coverage, which include uh, network, uh, data, and access to internet across the country in the rural areas, and also access to telecommunication services in areas that didn't have access to those services. The second sector is the mobile money sector. The mobile money sector is on the rise. You have key players in the mobile money sector, including uh, Mgurush, uh, Nalpay, and MTN Money has MTN Money is planning to enter the sector to offer those services. What this means for South Sudan is that you have more access to bank 
millions of South Sudanese living in the rural area. There's people in South Sudan who don't have access to banking, don't have access to financing. And what you can do, you can bank them and put the money into the economy and put it from moving from the informal economy to the formal economy. This has promising potential and this is greatly, uh, this will greatly benefit and enhance trade. That was a Koldokan analyst based in Juba, South Sudan. A quick review of our other stories. Glencore and a consortium of banks have started talks with Chad over the restructuring of the country's more than $1 billion commercial debt, according to a letter from the company to the International Monetary Fund. Chad had in January officially requested a debt restructuring, the first country to do so under a common framework agreed last year by China and other group of 20 members with the help of the Paris Club of Major Creditor Countries. Chad state creditors and the IMF agreed on a restructuring but insist Chad must reach comparable terms with other bilateral and private creditors. Glencore said in the letter that together with a group of lenders, which includes 16 institutions, it was engaging with Chad and their respective advisors in a constructive and good faith manner following a request for talks from the country. Chad's budget and finance minister, Tahir Hamid Ngulin, said Chad's economic recovery depended on the talks. The restructuring of Chad's total debt of around $3 billion, which the IMF has described as unsustainable, is a prerequisite for the Central African country to benefit from further financial support. Chad was thrown into political turmoil in April following the the battlefield death of former President Idris Derby, while the coronavirus pandemic attacks by the rebels in the north and delays in financial support have worsened its economic outlook. Chad has said Glencore represents more than 98% of its commercial debt, most of it oil for cash deals contracted in 2013 and 2014 when the country could not tap the international debt market or rather bilateral partners. The debt has already been restructured twice in 2015 and in 2018. Oil markets are on the rise for the sixth week in a row. The growing tension on other energy markets, namely natural gas and coal, benefits oil due to a higher demand. As such, the International Energy Agency has revised upwards its forecast for the global demand in 2021, but also for the next year. The main benchmarks, Europe, the European Brent and U.S. WTI are therefore trading above 80 US dollars at 84.8 US dollars and 81.8 US dollars per barrel, respectively. Risk appetite, on the other hand, has weighed on gold prices, which have been close to 1,800 US dollar mark this week. Previous metals remain generally neglected, unlike industrial metals, which have resumed their advance due to the growing pressure on supply. This in particular is the case for zinc, which has reached an annual new high of $3,550 US per metric ton. Nystar, one of the world's largest zinc producers, has cut production by almost 50% at its three European smelters due to the surge in gas prices. And a look at our markets, the Nigerian Exchange Group achieved a 34.8 billion naira, that is $85 million valuation after a stock market listing in Lagos, joining Johannesburg and Nairobi Bourses, whose shares are publicly tradable. The group, which is majority owned by stockbrokers and comprises of the Nigerian Exchange Regulation and the Nigerian Exchange Real Estate, climbed 10% from its listing price of 16.15 naira each after the float went live. The exchange group listed 1.96 billion shares on the local boards, paving the way to broaden its ownership and diversify its shareholder base. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. And if you have any suggestions, 
discussions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is kfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at kfinancial. And you can find me on Twitter at withadong.com.